One of the common narratives about Europe is the sense that Europe is always in decline. Now, what is the nature of that anxiety? Why does Europe uh, consider itself through a narrative of decline? That's one of the areas that broadly informs the uh, entire conference. I'm Hakan Sechkin-Elgin. Um, I teach uh, in the Social Policy Department at TLSE. I'm Chetan Bhatt and I'm a professor in the Sociology Department and I'm also director of the Centre for the Study of Human Rights. We are uh, organising the Europe as a Social Space stream in the conference. Academic debate about Europe tends to focus on the European Union and its institutions. As important as they might be, institutions and politics of Europe will have to engage with the European social space. We want to move away from many of the current debates in the academic literature as well as the popular debates that have taken place around migration, uh, around the relationship between uh, states and civil societies and about the idea of Europe itself and its boundaries and its borders. To talk about European identity is an interesting problem because it does come from a meta sort of state, super state of European Union. Um, how far it relates to people's identification with that identity is our question. One of the most important aspects of European Union is the way it's creating a new set of social relations and creating a space within which there are no boundaries. So in some ways the question is um, what kind of social space European Union process is creating and in turn how this space is influencing European Union policy processes. I think the idea of Europe is as much a political and ideological idea as it is uh, a statement of geographical fact and a statement about the demography of particular populations. And what's worrying in that is that one, one is seeing across so many European countries and also to some extent the United States the reproduction of a new form of uh, xenophobia or xenology. I think what one is seeing is the convergence in some ways unprecedented between a form of rightist populism that is based around ideas of land and culture and inheritance and supposedly or, or, or seemingly progressive ones around liberalism and cosmopolitanism or the liberal cosmopolitan ideal of what Europe means. Now one would think that those two uh, are opposed political ideologies or formations but they share a certain common ground and there you have a paradox of uh, a certain conception of liberties as defining now what Europe has always meant being used against uh, or marshalled against minorities who are not considered to share uh, that particular political vision. Now part of the shape of the new xenologies as we're calling them is that they're no longer based on old ideas of racism, they're no longer based on biology but also not in a, any simple way on old ideas of cultural racism. So for example minorities are conceived uh, or certain minorities are conceived in relationship to ideas of aesthetics, ideas of taste, of values, of morals, of beliefs, and even, as we've seen, uh, the shapes of their buildings. 
pieces of cloth. Now, how does the shape of a building, the architecture of a building, become a threat to a national identity? How have we come to this place where uh, such things exist? How does a piece of cloth become the threat to the idea of a nation, its inheritance and its trajectory? The real issue here, in terms of the burqa ban, is that it is a challenge to a very set idea of what it is to be a European. We want to get away from looking at Europe through old paradigms about host societies and the receiving migrants and the inevitable problems of cultural indigestion that take place when one talks about new arrivals. We want to ask, when does a migrant stop being a migrant? And it raises questions about then, uh, how do 730 million people see their place in the world? It is an experiment. It's a very large experiment. But I think we don't have any idea how this experiment is going to influence the new generations coming up, who are growing up in Europe, which is very different than before. And I think before realizing how they react to European projects, it's very difficult to decide whether this is going to be a failure or it's breaking down or we should abandon it. And I think abandoning the European experiment would be quite irresponsible towards uh, future generations.